Hey, everyone. Welcome to the Bio Breakthroughs Podcast. I'm your host, Jared Taylor. Uh, joining me today is our very special guest, and this is a little bit different, too, um, than we've had on, the Chief Diversity, Equity, and Inclusion Officer at Boeinger Ingelheim. I think I said that right, right, Raphael? You did. So that's you good. Did. That's pretty um, good. And I have to try to – it's – I'm assuming this is an Italian last name. It, it, Fanta Tausi. Uh, Fantausi. Ah, <laughs> it's okay. You. That's that's. We have you for the for the follow up there to to say your own your own name correctly. So I'm really excited to chat with you here today. I'm gonna kick it over to you. Tell the audience a little bit about yourself. Sure, um, Jared, and you can call me Raphael. By the way, um, I um, I've been in the DEI realm for. 30-something years. Uh, I was born and raised in Puerto Rico. Um, and um, I've been very blessed with um, really being part of something that it's um, transformational. Our, um, you know, the, the, this, this, this world of diversity, equity, and inclusion is really about people. And it's about how do we manifest uh, people's needs um, and as they maneuver through their life journey, and of course, a very important part of that life journey is having a job and being, um, you know, in the workplace. And at Beringer Ingelheim, our, our values and our culture is one that actually provides opportunities for everyone uh, to feel like they, they want to have a sense of belonging, but also that they can be their authentic self. And so I'm, I'm very, very, very honored to be uh, here today and to also be part of this, this amazing organization. And what does DEI mean to you, Rafael? Well, um, diversity, equity, and inclusion, um, you know, it has very different manifestations of how people think about it. Diversity, of course, includes everyone. Uh, in my mind, it's because we we are diverse uh, people. We we all have very different needs. We all have a very different set of dimensions of diversity, be it inherent or acquired, that we uh, maneuver our life a journey through. Um, equality, equity, or equality, how some companies really perceive this. It's it's also about how do we maneuver through life and understand what's important and how do we, um, you know, can, can actually be our authentic self and self-actualize ourselves so that we can be who we are and maximize our opportunities. And inclusion is, is that magical um, ingredient in which everybody has four, four behaviors that I think I consider core, um, curiosity, uh, accountability, responsibility, and empathy. And by the way, the acronym for that is CARE. And it's about learning to care for each other better. Oh, I like that. What a what a nice world it would be in if we if we learn to care for each other better. Um, it so so when when it comes to um, and you and I talked a little bit about this before, right? We're not like it's beyond the pharmaceutical space, right? It's beyond th this uh, this important topic, but. Let's talk within your organization, right? How do you promote a culture of inclusion and diversity within your organization? And I know our audience would be interested in hearing really what strategies you're implementing to achieve this goal kind of look like. Well, things that we do here at Beringer Ingelheim is 
really to focus on our culture and our values. You know, we have values of trust, of respect, um, you know, and, and also the, the, uh, the, the uh, behaviors of inclusion that we need to manifest. So we, I believe that everyone has all of those elements as part of being a human being. And it's about reigniting. It's about um, uh, allowing everyone the opportunity to continue to exercise those type of behaviors. And so in our organization, not only do we provide people the opportunity to express um, though, and, and to activate everything we do around our values and our behaviors, but we also provide them new ways of how to manifest those things and make it real. If folks don't feel um, that um, their manager is being supportive or who they are is not being valued and celebrate, which is, um, you know, the kind of the ultimate level of inclusion, um, that's where the work is. And that's where we all together have to understand that we have that responsibility to each other and to the organization to manifest those values, make the culture really something that it's real for everyone. And you mentioned this a little bit uh, in, in what you were just talking about, but when it comes to the collaboration between the departments and leadership teams, right, integrating uh, diversity and inclusion principles into these core values, um, you know, how, how do you, how, how important is collaboration when implementing these, these values? It is crucial. I mean, um, collaboration is, and, and at Beringer Ingeheim, collaboration is a very big thing. We want, you know, of course we have a winning, winning uh, essence as a company because we, we're still a business, correct? But um, business do better when they collaborate because it is in that collaboration in which you can learn to appreciate people's different thoughts, people's different ideas, it doesn't necessarily mean that all of it will be integrated, but just the thought process of the collaboration of people sharing their point of view really always develops better solutions. And that's what we're trying to do, correct? progress as an organization so that we can service our patients and our customers in a better way while at the same time, manifesting that environment in from within our workplace now given there's there's a dynamic nature to diversity and inclusion how important is it to to stay up to date on these emerging trends and best practices and uh, not just that but the legal developments so that you're ensuring you're at the forefront of promoting you know, diversity and fostering an inclusive uh, workplace? It is super crucial. Um, you know, like I shared earlier, I've been in this realm for quite some time. And actually, I consider that um, the progress sometimes is very cyclical. Sometimes we, we increase the progress a little bit, then we take a couple of steps back because it's hard. People like change. They don't like to be changed. And so we have to make sure that everything we do um, is, can, be, can be really anchored on what I like to call the feeling of love. Um, there's, I, I believe in two feelings myself, love and fear. Uh, fear is usually used to polarize things. But when we anchor the initiatives and all of the work that we're doing in our workplace and for our customers based on love, that we're doing this for 
because this is who we are, not just for the right reasons, but this is who we are as human beings. Um, it's really, really, really crucial to understand what's happening in the landscape because uh, that, 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 you know, you could have some blind spots that you might not necessarily uh, could be prepared to, um, to maneuver around. It's funny, my, uh, my ADHD kicked in when you said the fear and love thing, and I was thinking back to a, a quote from, from The Office where, which, which, you know, it's, uh, it, it was interesting when you talk about uh, DEI and, and The Office, uh, you know, it being a, a sitcom, but he said, I want people to, to fear me. I want them to fear how much they love me. <laughs> uh, um, uh, I, I think, uh, you know, everything that you're, you're laying out is, is super important. I, I think how you're addressing it to at a large organization it, it becomes a lot of things, right? At a large organization, you, you have to really stay on this because there's just way more people. You, you said it in the beginning, right? Uh, you're, you're about people. So as, as, we look, as we look out for what's next for your team moving forward, uh, what can we expect? What, what are you excited about uh, for, for what you're working on? What you can share today? I know you can't share everything. Of course. Well, first of all, thank you for sharing um, uh, a little bit of your uniqueness by sharing about your ADHD. Uh, I want to make sure that I validate and that I celebrate because a lot of folks maneuver the workplace with neurodiversity issues, and that is very crucial. And it's a, a new area to the point of what you were saying, what you were asking earlier, that we have to stay up to date on what on what's going on. Um, I, I've, I've been in the company already uh, six months, and um, you know, a couple of things that I'm super excited about is first of all. It's the, the energy that our leadership and that everyone in the organization has to learn uh, around how to become more inclusive leaders, how to become a, an, a really workplace that manifests this kind of behaviors. And so that, that brings me and the rest of the organization a great opportunity to do some things that could be very unique. Um, you know, we want to make sure that we are employee centric. We want to make sure that our employees build, that we build that trust with our employees, that when they tell us something about themselves, that we don't say, oh, we don't want to talk about that in the workplace. On the contrary, is like, tell me more. Let's ignite that curiosity and put that judgment, you know, a little bit in our pocket. It was that line from Ted Lasso that says, you know, be curious, not judgmental while he was playing darts. I, I believe that that's, that's, that's um, an opportunity in which we're going to have as an organization to really grow stronger and then be able to actually manifest that in the workplace and in our, the solutions that Behringer is developing for all of our uh, patients that we care so much for. Look at us just throwing out TV show <laughs> references on, on the podcast. I love it. I, I actually, so don't judge me on this, right? But I have not seen Ted Lasso yet, and everyone I meet tells me I need to watch it. Would you agree? I would encourage you. As, as a matter of fact, I would be surprised if DEI practitioners like myself are not using some of the learnings from that show. It is very people-centric. It's showing how you can transform an organization by being people centric. So that to me 
And on, on top of that, there's comedy. And there's a lot of things that you're learning around how the American culture translate also in the, in the, in the British culture and all of those things. So I'm telling you, that's my challenge to you. Uh, and it's about being curious. And by the way, I would not judge you for not having watched it. Don't worry about it. That, I'm not in the business of judging. I'm in the business of expanding curiosity. I appreciate that. Well, Rafael, I, I've had a lot of fun chatting with you here today and, and learning more about uh, some, some of the strategies that you're implementing and wishing you and your team all the best of luck. And uh, hopefully we can stay in touch. Jared, thank you very much for the opportunity. I really appreciate it.